Y'all do know in order to have good friends, you have to be a good friend, right? Hello, hello, and welcome back to Bloom, the self-love podcast where I assist you on your journey to healing, all while simultaneously healing myself. I'm your host, Coach Mel, a certified life relationship and dating coach on the road to becoming a licensed marriage and family therapist and a self-proclaimed love girl. We are right in the thick of season two, baby. We've reached episode four already. Can y'all believe that? I'm loving it. I'm also celebrating a milestone this week. I've reached over 200 plays on Spotify and I'm so, 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 so excited. I can't wait to reach four and five digit numbers, y'all. Like, oh my God, the three digit number is already sending me to the moon. Like 200 plays, 200 plays. That is so major for me. Um, So congratulations to me. I hope after last week's episode, everyone has successfully learned their attachment style and actively working (laughs) and taking the steps towards becoming a bit more secured. This week, we will be discussing friendship. Hmm. With a very slight mention of codependency turned self-isolation. I felt it only right that we take a little dive into the friendship pool because let's go ahead and address the elephant that sits in my room. I don't really have too many friends these days. And it really got me thinking and self-evaluating. Hey, Mel, are you a good friend, girl? (laughs) Because honestly, look left, look right, and it's looking real empty up in here. Let's get into it. So without further ado, let's get into the defining moment. Friendship is defined as the emotions or conduct of friends, the state of being friends. I feel I should define friends for you as well. Friend is defined as a person whom one knows and with whom has a bond of mutual affection. Okay, short, sweet, simple. Now, raw, real, and on Coach Mel's terms, a friend is someone you're close to, someone with shared interests, mutual respect, and you guys have a structured, solid, heavy on solid bond. No mess involved, no mess allowed, because baby, if you're trying to be my friend, I do not do mess, I do not do drama, I do not do conflict, but we'll get to that later. Y'all get that? Okay, cool. (laughs) I like to use the term my person when I describe a best friend. But anywho, codependency is defined as excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner, typically one who requires support on account of an illness or addiction. Coach Mel says the codependency is me literally relying on you for everything, needing that validation. It can be unhealthy when feelings aren't mutual, and it can most definitely lead you to being taken advantage of. Now, self-isolation is defined as a state or period of remaining apart from others. Hmm. 
especially in order to avoid catching or transmitting an infectious disease. Coach Mel says that self-isolation is keeping to your damn self because, baby, it is safe there. Plain and simple. All right, now I told you what it means. So now I got to set the scene. Go ahead and grab your wine, baby. It's story time. I strongly believe that season two has been all about my healing And I've just let you guys tune in for the ride. Seriously, I was reflecting last night on everything that I've touched on this season so far. And it's really been for me. Seriously, the topics this season have certainly been for me. Some of these things I've just really needed to say out loud in order to process and move on. So again, thank you for listening to all of my shit. So I want to talk about friends. I've always wanted a solid friend group, like the ladies on Girlfriends or Sex in the City. I had one, but life, you know, and they undoubtedly still love me. And I'm certain that if I wanted to join either of their friend groups, I would be welcomed with open arms. But I kind of don't know how to ask for entry. Is that weird? Probably so. I can be weird at times. I can admit that. Sometimes I just feel like I miss my chance with them. And yes, it's my fault. I can admit that too. But nothing bad happened. I just did what I've always done. Chase love and it kind of left me friendless. By now you all know why I chased love so drastically. But none of us could have known back then. We all still talk and two of them definitely listen to the show. Hey sissy, hey jam. And I love them for supporting me in this way. Like, seriously, girls, thank you, too, for listening to all of this. (laughs) Even though I know you guys already know a majority of all of this stuff that I'm talking about, thank you for tuning in and supporting me. And also, Sissy and Jam, if I could turn back the hands of time and have you two standing beside me on my wedding day, I absolutely would. I feel like I robbed you of those moments with me, and I'm so sorry for that. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Like, y'all, one day we'll sit down and I'll tell y'all all all about the wedding day and how it came about and why I didn't include you girls. I don't really have a reason for why I didn't include you. I mean, and I should have had you up there right beside me. I'm so sorry about that. I am. I am. I really am. That doesn't... Like, when I think about it now, it just doesn't make sense in my head that y'all weren't two of the main people right there. Okay, I'm getting off track. I always do this. (laughs) So, I have always been surrounded by women who love me. Like, I told y'all that. Later in life, the waters definitely became muddled. Somehow, the love... mm, The love... It turned to, I don't want to say hate, we'll say disdain with some other chicks. Can we all collectively agree that bitches be weird sometimes and they are so fucking catty. Girls are so catty. And I just can't. Like, I be trying so hard to can with these hoes, but I can't. I always considered myself a good friend. And in time, I realized that maybe that's just not so. Because if so... Why did I lose my best friend during one of the most important 
times and moments of my life. And no, she's not dead, but grief isn't always loss, right? It's sometimes the recognition of change because things aren't the same anymore. And that loss is heavy, right? So first and foremost, per usual, I'd like to start this off by saying that I am not bashing anyone at all. Because if you know me personally, then I'm pretty sure you've all figured out who I'm talking about. Um, When I say my best friend, I'm pretty sure everyone who knows me knows who I'm speaking of, but I am not bashing her at all. I'm speaking from my perspective and my experience. Okay, this is my life. So this is my story. Okay, I'm gonna say it again. I am not bashing her at all. I wholeheartedly believe that if you heard her side of the story, it would sound completely different than mine. And honestly, that's okay too. We don't get to minimize anyone's experience, perception, or feelings. I will never do that to anybody. Whether you've done me right, wrong, indifferent, I don't, I'm not going to minimize how you feel because that's your experience, right? And yes, most things can be cleared up with the conversation, but in this instance, I have no desire to rekindle that relationship at all at this present time. So again, if you're listening, please do not take this as me being a sad girl who is trying to inadvertently reach out to her ex-best friend because I am not. I am just telling you guys what happened, okay? I am no longer hurt. This is just my story. And we're talking about friends, and that was a major one. So here we fucking go. And I'll just say this one more time as well. I am such a black and white type of girl. There are absolutely no gray areas with me. And that's especially with friends. If there is ever an issue or you feel tension, uneasy, conflict, I mean anything, you can always talk to me. I'm the easiest person to talk to. Especially when it comes to my friends, and that's what pisses me off so bad with these girls that I try to associate myself with. I have made this space, this friendship space, this zone so fucking comfortable. So when they are weird towards me, it pisses me off and it puts me off of them. Like, it makes me just not even want to fuck with you. Because cutting me off and thinking that I'm going to decipher your feelings will not work in the way that many people who enter my world seem to think it is. Like, I will never, emphasis on never, chase you. I'm not forcing you to be here at all. I told y'all last week that my extremes are just that. The way that I can be overly attached, I can be just as detached. And we can blame that on the Zodiac, okay? Aquarius gang. So, (laughs) a condensed version. Here we go. My best friend and I became best friends in high school. Yes, high school. We have lived together, experienced death together, been broke together, homeless together, ate together, cried together, laughed. I mean, endless laughs, the kind where you almost pee a little, baby, the kind where your stomach is hurting laughs together. We have whole stories for days and days upon days, baby. We've been dumb behind a nigga and a bitch together. We went through college together. She's had children and I got married together. Okay. It sounds so, 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 so good, right? But things changed. 
I do not hate her. I need everybody to understand that. I do not hate her and I never will ever. I hope that her and her children are thriving. I hope she let that one nigga go and is healthily in love. I hope her girls are reaching new heights and doing amazing in school. I hope her family is well and that her home is full of love and support. I hope that she gets everything she's ever wanted in life. I even hope that she has a new best friend because she deserves that, right? And I do too. I can only speculate on what exactly went wrong because I don't know. That's the God's honest truth. We haven't physically talked since the day after my wedding, July 30th, 2021. Okay, it's October 2023. We'll leave that there. I assume she became tired of feeling like she lost me every time I entered a new relationship. Pause, because if y'all remember on my episode about sea lining and being a narcissist, I told y'all that she is one of the friends who always told me that every time I get in a relationship, I disappear, right? And I was asking her, why do you feel like that? And things like that. So I assumed that she got tired of losing me every time I got in a relationship. And then once she saw how serious I was about Katina... She probably was like, okay, like, bitch, you're doing a lot and now you really about to be different, right? But this time, I repeatedly told and showed her that this time was different. I'm an actions girl, so I showed her. I mean, I was taking trips to see her, like, even if Katina was coming along. I spent my 30th birthday driving to Maryland to see her. Right. So if that's not actions, baby, I don't know what is. I don't know what is, but I get it. She even said to me at my wedding, I guess you don't need me anymore since you have Katina. A bit odd, right? I guess I should have taken that as a sign that she was crafting her exit. We went back and forth about a month later because she is never the one to bite her tongue. <laughs> and she expressed that she felt that I was different and had changed. She even stated that she felt used by me. Again, I will never minimize anyone else's feelings or perception. Of course, I explained my side, but it certainly landed on deaf ears. And that was that. Maybe another month had passed and I noticed that she removed me from her friends list on Facebook. That's major, right? Like pause, pause, pause. You deleted me off your Facebook. That's big. (laughs) Y'all, the reason why it's so big for me is because I can't think of how many of my friends actually have my phone number. Like I talk to all of my friends on Facebook through Messenger. That is our main form of communication. Nobody really has my phone number to this day. Like, seriously, I mean, my sister does, but everybody else talks to me on Messenger. Nobody has my number. Even my mom, me and my mom only communicate on Messenger. Of course I have my mom's number and she has mine, but I'm just saying Facebook is just my way to communicate. And once you removed me, what? 
Like, what the fuck? Like, big ass question mark on my head right now. So, um, baby, she removed me from her friends list. So I proceeded to block her and everyone associated with her on every single social media site. You may call it petty, but I don't play those types of games. Again, notable. That was our only form of communication. We never used to text or talk on the actual phone, only Facebook. So if you cease communication and then remove me, I assume you no longer want me in your life. So I definitely threw a block party. Everybody had to go. Mm -hmm. And I don't regret it. I do not regret that. Because what do I always tell y'all? Self-preservation first. So I had to look out for me. I mean, I'm going to block you because I don't know how to come at you after you've deleted me. Like, what am I supposed to say? Am I supposed to be like, hey, why did you delete me off Facebook? Y'all probably like, yeah, you should have asked her why she deleted you off Facebook. But I'm not that type of girl. Okay, I'm not that type of girl. If you remove me, you do not want to speak to me. And that was that. We never spoke again. It's been two years and I don't. This is a very strong emphasis. I don't have plans to rekindle anytime soon or ever. Okay, I'm saying it again. I don't have plans to rekindle because I need to stick to that part. Me. I know it sounds harsh, but the reality of the situation for me is. Hmm, baby girl, you know my story. I mean, every single part of it, even the parts that I have not shared on this podcast, the nitty gritty, downright disgusting parts of my story of shit that has happened to me and shit that I have been through. You have wiped my tears about my daddy, my abusers, all those situationships and every single person that I've ever felt abandoned or hurt by you wiped those tears. I laid on your lap. I laid on your chest. Okay, I cried to you. Those were your arms, your shoulders, your ears that I relied on. And then you chose to abandon me too. At one of the most important times of my life. I've never been fucking married before, y'all. I was was scared as shit. I'm like, y'all, I'm a fucking wife. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm somebody's wife. Like, everything is different now. So, I'm thinking me and her about to navigate through this thing together. Like, I'm thinking, you know, you still about to be my number one call and my number one go-to. Like, girl, what do I do? And no, she's never been married. Well, I don't know what she has going on now. But that was big for me. Like, I'm thinking we we about to tackle these issues that arise and anything together. But she had other plans. Okay, and that's perfectly fine. Maybe she got tired of being my person. Maybe it was just too much. Or maybe we just grew apart, right? That happens. That's totally normal. Whichever it was, it's okay. I've grieved that relationship like a real life death because it was for me. I've cried so many tears. I've screamed. I've been angry enraged and then I released I mean there was nothing else for me to do but move on right I released 
I don't know if I'll ever be that close to anyone else because I'm afraid to be left again. Y'all heard all about the attachment issues that I have. Can you imagine how attached I was to her? We had been friends since I was 16. That's 15 years, right? Coupled with the abandonment issues that I have. So when she abandoned me, I reclused, baby. I didn't want to talk to anybody at all. I didn't want to be friends with anybody. And I heavily self-isolated. And when I say self-isolated, I mean, I didn't really engage in conversations with anyone except for my wife and my mom. I did not go anywhere that I was invited. I did not show up for any of my other friends because I was grieving. I was in a real state of mourning and I don't think anybody understands that. When you have a friendship breakup with your best friend, your ace, your world is completely different, right? I don't know if anybody out there listening has ever been through a best friend breakup, but that shit hurts because that's your dog, that's your girl, that's your partner, right? And then on top of that, bitch, you know everything about me, okay? You know all my secrets. Like, if you want to ruin my life right now, you could. Not right now. But I'm saying, if you wanted to put my ass on blast about some shit from back in the day, you could. Do you know how scary that is for someone to have that much power? But then again, it's just like she really couldn't ruin me now because she don't know shit about me now. You know, like we we haven't talked in two years, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, what if she wanted to reveal any of the secrets that I've ever told her? Do you know how damaging that would be? Like. Bitch, what if you tell about that time we stole or, you know what I'm saying? Like real life, little corny, goofy shit that you did in high school. Like, baby, we skipped school. You know how many days of school we missed together? Bro, 45. 45 days of school we missed together. Our mothers were at the school waiting for us. <laughs> yeah, they called us, right? Hey, what y'all doing? We about to bring y'all lunch. Some shit our moms had came up with. And of course, we lied. Mm hmm. Our moms were at the school. We like, oh, yeah, mom, we in class. We at lunch. What, 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 what's up? What's going on? No, you're not because we're at the fucking school. Get here now. Baby, we are across town in Duke Manor. <laughs> oh, God. That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all know how attached I was to this girl. So when I say I self-isolated, baby, I don't want to hear shit. Do you know how much shit my wife had to put up with? When me and that girl had our friendship break up. I talked my wife's head off for days, for months. She had to wipe my tears. She had to silence my cries because I was grieving. Oh, it was bad. It was, it was super bad, y'all. I know I went off on the tangent, y'all. Come on now, y'all love me for that by now. But... I self-isolated. No, I'm not showing up. No, I'm not going. No, I do not want to go out. I don't want to come to any of your birthday parties. I don't want to deal with you. Okay, I don't have my best friend anymore, so you're not important. That's just where I was at that moment. Okay? <laughs> and then on top of that, y'all, things weren't well with other friends at this time either. It was all so weird. Like... Can you imagine getting married and then your maid of honor never talking to you again? 
And then another one um, of your friends who was also a bridesmaid attempted to ghost you because one of her friends tried to create drama between the two of you. Baby, <laughs> it was a tumultuous time to say the least. My mental health severely suffered because those were two important people to me. Um, and both of them were attempting to abandon me. But see, with my best friend, I kind of felt it coming. Um, you know how you can start to feel change and you start to feel like things are really going left and shifting. Um, I started feeling like that maybe a year before our friendship breakup. So it was just like, I kind of saw it coming. So I was a little bit prepared. I was not prepared for her to remove me off Facebook, but I was prepared for us to maybe not talk as much as we used to. And that was okay because, you know, she has children. I had just gotten married. We already lived in two different states. So it was kind of like, okay. Prepare yourself for things to look a little different. Did I think I was going to lose her, lose her completely? Absolutely fucking not. But then this other friend, right? Um, we were at still at the beginning stages of growing our friendship. So for her, like trying to ghost me and shit like that, that felt weird to me too. And I felt like I was literally losing my mind, y'all. Because I'm like, damn, I just got married. I'm thinking my girl's going to be right here and hold me down and shit. And here I am fighting for my life in the friend area. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I... But needless to say, I mean, um, me and the other friend, we quickly got that together. Um, we talked, we talked, and we talked. And of course, I explained to her the type of person that I am. You cannot treat me like that. You cannot, like I set my boundaries, even in that friendship. I set my boundaries in every aspect of my life. You should know that. So I definitely had a conversation with her. She let me know the things that she were okay, she's okay with. I let her know what I'm okay with and what I'm not okay with. And what I'm not okay with is you hearing anything at all about me and then not wanting to talk to me about it. You know, like if you hear something about me or you feel a way about me, always come to me. But I also had to realize that she has had terrible friendships. You know, so she was thinking that it was happening again, but I had to make our space comfortable for her, which I have done. And I can honestly say that our friendship is in a really good spot right now. And I'm excited for that. I, I'm, I am. Um, but it was about to go down, you know, <laughs> it was going in a really bad way. And whew, at the same time as me losing my bestie. I was ready to be like, okay, if you don't want to be my friend, girl, okay, that's cool because I got bigger shit going on, but I couldn't let her go either because she was, she's a good friend to me. She's a good friend to me. Um, so shout out to you. You know exactly who you are. There is no need to say your name. Um, and then I had another friend who had removed me from her friends list as well, or I maybe removed her. Don't really know what happened, but she has now re-entered my life. Shout out to you, girl, because we are doing well in our friendship area as well. Those two ladies have had horrible friendships, right? And so I understand the position that each of us have in this trying to grow friends at this big grown age stage in life. 
You know, you have to make spaces comfortable for people. Like, they have to be comfortable to talk to you, to be around you, to vibe with you, girl, to eat with you, right? So, shout out to the people that I do have in my life now. I love y'all so fucking deep, okay? You're very, very appreciated and important to me. Back to this story. So, um, yeah, <laughs> this, that self-isolation was the safest place and decision for me at the time. The dynamics of our friendship were extremely codependent. And sometimes I don't even think she knows how important and how much of a force she was in my life. I literally relied on my best friend for validation, for love, support, closeness. And I'd like to think that she relied on me for the same. I was most definitely her diary. She was a constant in my life. So that loss was great. It was a big one. We were the type of friends that finished each other's sentences. We called each other my person. We called each other soulmates. Yes, we did. Y'all, this was the type of friend that I could literally be on FaceTime with her while I'm in the shower type of friend. Like, have I absolutely ever had my titties out around her? Yes, ma'am. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. And it's never been nothing weird. She has never tried me. I have never tried her. She's never been disrespectful to me, my space, my boundaries, my body, anything like that. She has never left me at a club. She has never left me any fucking where. You know what I'm saying? She was definitely the mom of the group. Definitely the mom of the group. So you were always safe, good, and well-fed when you were around her. So, yeah. Um, The loss was great. It was deep. We called each other soulmates. I don't know if I'll ever have another friendship that strong, but I sure do hope so. Now, don't get me wrong. I do have other friends. (sighs) But admittedly, I have not let them in. Like I let her in because I am so afraid to be let down and abandoned once again. In a very big and I don't really like how friendships look these days. And I'm also not in the business of teaching someone how to be a friend to me. I realize that everyone has a story and people have traumas of their own, but I'm tired of constantly explaining that I'm a good person and I'm a good friend. And I'm tired of trying to prove myself to people who aren't on a journey like I'm on a journey. The woman that I've been becoming and the women that I've been encountering, they have absolutely been burned by friends. And the woman that I'm becoming is just like over it. Like I'm tired of explaining like I'm a good person. I'm not going to do you wrong. Hey, I'm trying to be your friend. That is like so mundane to me. (laughs) Like we have, aside from friendships, we have lives going on. Y'all, I mean, I'm probably the only one of my friends that doesn't have kids, but y'all are moms. I'm a fucking dog mom out here in these streets, okay? I have a job. I have a wife. I have a home. I have this podcast. I don't have time to be trying to convince you that I'm a good person. Baby, if you can't see that by now, you're probably never going to see it, okay? And you're probably not supposed to be a part of my tribe. And that's totally fine. So I understand the fear of letting a person in, 
but I'm also not about to chase you down to be your friend. Because again, my isolation is safe. My isolation is peaceful. And in order for me to come out of that shell, you have to be safer than my isolation. And only one person is safer than my isolation right now. And that's my wife. And the other person that's safer than my isolation is not even a person, it's a fucking dog. Because contrary to popular belief, dogs are really women's best friends too. They say it's man's best friend, but it's women's best friend too because, hey, my motherfucking dog, yeah, he know all my secrets, okay? I be talking shit about everybody to my motherfucking dog. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He ain't gonna never tell nobody. So in order for me to come out of my shell, you have to be safer than that. Like, are you a soft landing place for me? Because I definitely make soft landing spaces for people in my world. Yes, you can come talk to me. Yes, you can tell me your shit. No, it will never leave this room, this phone, these ears. That's the type of girl I am. And I'm looking for girls like that. This is absolutely no disrespect to anyone because I am building bonds right now that I cherish I appreciate the women who hold that space for me and allow me to be me because I will completely go radio silent sometimes. And they get that and they let me come back in a week like, hey, girl, what you doing? And it's never fucking weird. I love y'all for that. I love y'all for that. And I know y'all love me for the same. I'm sorry if we don't talk on the phone every day, but I do check in and I definitely check on. I'm hopeful that we'll reach a level of closeness and my guards can be let down soon. Thanks for the time and the grace and the space. So now you guys know how I was in a state of mourning and slight depression over the last two years because I lost my ex-best friend. And um, I'm not emotional anymore. Like, I can say her name out loud now, and it doesn't hurt anymore. And I'm thankful for that, because nobody did that work but me. Um, Yeah, now y'all fucking know my business again, some more. Okay, okay, we have reached the fix. Let's go ahead and unpack this bag and find a solution somewhere, if we can, because I ain't gonna lie, that was heavy for me. <laughs> All of this shit is heavy for me. Are y'all tired of me saying that? I don't care because shit be heavy. And I'm here to let you know that it's okay for things to be heavy. It's okay to feel your feelings and it is okay to need space to process your thoughts. So that's why I love this podcast because <sighs> I have been able to release with this podcast. I hope y'all have been able to release. I hope y'all have been working through your trauma, through your drama, through everything that you have going on. Okay. So where do we go from here? Hmm. Upwards and onwards, I suppose. It's hard to tell you a solution here because I've just gained my footing in composure. That loss was tough. Especially since baby girl is not dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can literally unblock her right now and then send her a message, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. And that may be childish. It may be petty. It may be very immature of me right now, but I'm not doing that. Okay? I'm just not. Why would I do that? What would I even say? How do, 
How would that even look? And then what if I do all that and she don't even be receptive to me? Do y'all know how low to the floor, to the ground I would feel? Absolutely not. You think I'm about to subject myself to some more fucking hurt after it just took me two years to get over? Oh, girl, fuck no. So um, that's fine. She's there and I'm here. Right. So like I said, I really went through all five stages of grief, denial, <laughs> anger, bargaining, depression and acceptance. So I need you to know that it is OK to feel a profound sense of loss. If you are, too, going through a best friend or a friendship breakup that you held very deep. I also tell everyone in my life and all my clients that it is okay to feel your feelings and go through your process. So I felt that shit deep, deep, okay? Then I reviewed what the hell happened. Well, at least from my point of view. And in the end, I concluded that neither of us were wrong. If anything, I applaud her for taking the first step and removing me. Because had it been left up to me, I would have likely sat in confusion amongst awkward conversations. And then I'm sure an argument of sorts would have ensued because we are both very stubborn. And I guess she felt that I no longer served her properly or a purpose to her in her life. So kudos for that. Self-preservation first. Y'all know that's my motto. So also, y'all, I had just gotten married, so I put my energy into that relationship. I mean, come on now. <laughs> come on. Surely I was not about to chase anyone down. I slowly but surely began to seek out new friends. And I most definitely allowed and still allow myself time and grace. I'm so very fragile in the friendship area, and I do not feel bad about it at all. I'm vocal, upfront, and honest. I'm living in my new reality and I'm finally okay. I accept invitations now and I enjoy, I enjoy myself when I do step out. I sure do. Again, I did not tell you any of that to demean, tarnish, or to disrespect anyone. This is my life, my story, and my journey to healing. I need to bloom in every aspect of my life, not just love. There is no villain and no hero in this story. People grow apart every day. Did I think it would happen to me? Absolutely not. But what I can say is that the fix here involves openness and willingness. So if you're searching for your tribe like me, a bit of advice, there is a risk with any relationship. You'll never truly know the intentions until you're going and growing through it. Please continue to put yourself first. If something or someone is no longer serving you properly, let it go. See me, I intentionally avoid spaces and conversation. <laughs> Y'all, I can't even fucking talk today. I intentionally avoid spaces and conversations that require a reduced version of me because I'm not dimming my light to be a part of anyone's circle like at all. If I can't show up as me every single time, I don't want to be a part of it. And that's fine. And if that constantly leads me to being alone, then I'll just be alone. Because on my journey, 
to finding a tribe. I've noticed so many one-sided and underhanded people out here. It is scary. I've seen jealousy. Yes, jealousy. Have you ever seen someone get pissed when you enter a room, but they want to be your friend? Girl, no. They want your personality and they absolutely show up as you when you're not around. I promise you that, baby. I promise you. Okay, they are most definitely using you for character development. I have seen some crazy stuff here recently. I am scared, y'all. I want to be friends, but I am so scared. It's like the only people that I feel comfortable with are the people that already know me because. Mm -mm. Y'all, it's scary. <laughs> it's, it's scary. It's it's real scary. Um, Yeah lost my place so i've definitely seen people being like use you for character characters of development what the hell y'all i cannot talk today um i just been seeing some crazy stuff recently like my mind is blown that's why i just completely went blank because my mind is blown at the stuff i have seen if i could tell other people's business on this damn podcast y'all would be like girl what the fuck because girl what the fuck is exactly what i said when i be hearing some of the shit that I be hearing from my clients, from my friends. I be like, girl, <laughs> you don't want to put the pause on her. Whew. See, I don't, ha I don't have time for that. You think I'm about to be feeling like I want to fight my friend? That's too fucking much. That's too much. I'm not dealing with none of that. And are you scared of dogs? Because if you're scared of dogs, then you can't come to my house because I'm not putting my dog up for you. See, I got too, maybe I got too many rules. Maybe I got too many stipulations um, or, <laughs> and then don't even let me get started on bitches who only want to be your friend because they like your nigga. Oh my God, y'all, it is scary out there. <laughs> I hate when girls say side shit, like little side, little slick shit, like about me, even me. Like, bitch, do you like me? Do you like my nigga? Because if I find out you like my nigga hoe, I'm going to have to. I told y'all my shit registered. Don't fucking play with it. That's 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 not just my girlfriend. That's my wife. And that's a different type of game that we're playing here. Okay? I will go behind bars for that one. Okay? Y'all might want to listen to uh, SZA, Snooze. Okay? All that shit she said she'll do for her nigga, baby, I'll do that too. Okay? I'll do that time for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would. So, yeah, we're going to put a pin in that and leave that there. That was just a little warning. Bitches do be coming around you just because they like your nigga or because they like you. Girl, they don't want to be your friend. They want to be with you or they want to be you. See, it's <sighs> This is the point that I'm at. I'm, I'm scared. Like, why am I about to sit there and go through any of that with these people? That's why I only trust the hoes that already know me. Like the people who already know me, I want to be friends with them. I'm about to go get my friends back. Fuck y'all. Like for real, I'm about to go get my Kim, my Jamaica. Mm -mm. I'm about to go get them because they, I'm safe with them. I'm, I'm safe with them. Like I can go to sleep around them. I can leave my purse around them. I ain't scared around them. <laughs> okay. My Kim, my Jamaica, my motherfucking Brittany. Okay. Even Hassan. Hey, Hassan. Cause I know you listening. Mm-mm. I'm scared. And I got another friend. I don't want to say my new my new friends' names. 
my two girls. I don't want to say their names. But my friend, friend, you know I'm talking about you, friend. Hey, friend, we talk every single day, girl. I'm safe around her. I'm safe around my friend. I'm safe around my friend. My friend waiting on me to um hit her up right now. Them the only people I'm safe around. It's scary. It gets real. Um, Y'all know I love a tangent. Okay. <laughs> Back to this healing. What do we do? We move on, y'all. We process that shit and we let it go. We let people be who they want to be. If somebody no longer wants you in their life, you have to just accept that shit. It hurts. It hurts like hell. But what can you do? You cannot force anybody to, to have you in their life, right? Um, We accept it. We move on. And we find our new tribe. So all of that shit that I just said I was scared of, yes, I am very scared of. But there's a bright side. There's a risk with anything. And you can't get to the reward without the risk right? So I'm taking a risk these days. I open up my phone to people. You know, I communicate with several people daily. I have a little friend group going on. Um, and I'm happy with that. I have my, my people that I'm super close with that I am rebuilding my bonds with and I'm showing up for them in different ways because y'all, I do isolate a lot because I told y'all it's safe there, but I'm trying so hard daily to be a better friend to the people that I love. Um, I know they might even feel odd some days. Like, damn, I'm hearing from Mel um, a lot. And I appreciate them for not being weird about it. <laughs> because I'm just trying to show up. I'm just trying to be available. I'm just trying to be present. Um, that's where I am with friends right now. Still very scary. But I am looking for a solid tribe. The type of bond that is just so strong. Like, yes, we tell each other everyone's business. And fuck no, I would never tell yours. That type of bond. That's what I seek. I need to be able to trust you around my person and my nigga again. Okay, no shade. That's what I'm looking for. Can I trust you with my life? I have fallen asleep in my best friend's bed and nothing ever happened to me, y'all. Drunk, couldn't stand on my own. Can I do that? Can I come over and just sit down on your couch and not even talk to you? Like we both on our phones. Can we sit on the phone for hours? Sometimes not even talking. And how do you feel about access to your home? <laughs> because I've had keys to my best friend's crib. Like I've been integrated in her family and Nothing. I mean, nothing we went through ever touched the internet. Y'all gotta stop doing that. How is that your friend, but you're telling everybody on the fucking internet her business? That shit is lame as hell. Baby, you look like the biggest piece of corn on the cob when you do that shit. Oh my God. Then you got the nerve to want to be back friends. Oh, please. None of our business, nothing that we have ever went through, ever touched the internet. Nobody ever even knew that we weren't friends anymore until I began telling people. I mean, I don't know what she's told people. And I'll never tell her secrets and she won't tell mine, even though we aren't friends anymore. That's the type of vibe and loyalty I'm looking for. It's like that type of bond takes years to build, you know? Is this me shooting a friendship shot? I don't know, but those are my terms. <laughs> those are my terms. I need all of that. Everything that I mentioned, I need all of that if you want to be my friend. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'll leave you with this. If it's not a yes, it's a no.
if you have to beg, it's not worth it. And if it's causing you pain, torture, or stress, it's not for you. And that goes for each and every relationship in your not in your life. <laughs> Y'all cannot talk today. Platonic or not. If you have to stress, beg, or feel pain about it, baby, it's not for you. Just let it go. If it's not a yes, it's definitely a no. Let that shit go. We're not holding on to anybody that does not want to be held on to anymore. We're letting them go. Why are we holding on to somebody who doesn't want to be held on to? Why are we doing that? No, they're not under arrest. We're not cops. No, we're not doing that. Okay? We are done. Let people leave and keep your head held high gracefully. Because what you look like acting out over a bitch who don't even want to be your friend? Girl, bye. Girl, bye. And that is that on that. And that is that on friends. I also felt it absolutely necessary to say that there is one amazing lady that I did not mention on today's episode. Okay? And that lady is my PIC. You have heard me mention her before. I didn't feel it necessary to mention her on this specific episode, even though this episode is about friends. I don't place Dominique in a friend category. Dominique is my family, okay? Dominique is a sister to me. I love Dominique so deep that I didn't need to speak on her on this episode because this episode was about tumultuous friendships, a troubled friendship, and the way that I'm trying to build a new tribe, Dominique is not included in that because Dominique will always be a part of my tribe. Dominique is my family once again. Um, so I just wanted to come and say that for the sake of people taking this and running with it and being like, oh, she didn't mention her. You know, people are super, super messy. And I don't want that to be misconstrued as oh, she didn't mention her because they're not cool or they're beefing or she's intentionally leaving her out. No, never. Absolutely never. Dominique is a constant in my life. Dominique has never caused me any hurt, harm, or danger. And Dominique will always be a part of me. So I didn't mention her on this episode because she's never caused me any problems. And for that reason, she will remain in my life forever and always. I love you so much, Dominique. On our good music note, I'm playing a song that I've avoided for two years, y'all. Best Friend by Brandy. Because, see, that was our song. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt to listen to it anymore. And it's still a really good song. Brandy definitely did her big one on that song. So if you have a best friend, go ahead and dedicate this song to them. They'll love it. I promise. So to my girls, to my tribe, you know exactly who you are. Go listen to Best Friend by Brandy because I'm dedicating that song to you, okay? And y'all, please do not feel bad for me. I am okay. I just had to spill a little tea, a little coffee, about you know my little friendship area and where I'm at with the tings um don't feel bad for me y'all I am good I promise I'm good now if you would have caught me saying this shit like a year ago then baby yes feel bad for me and I definitely need a hug okay but right now I'm good I do not need a hug 
Unless we're hugging for other reasons. But hugging me about a bitch that don't want to be my friend no more. No. I'm good, y'all. I promise. And um, shout out to my ex-best friend. I hope she's living her best life. Mm-hmm. I hope she's living her best life. I hope her mom is good. And can I just say this one thing too? It really sucks when you're not friends with somebody anymore and that person has kids. Because it's like, bitch, I was close to your kids. So you took your kids away from me too? That's really fucked up. Like, I can't get a school picture. You know, but hey, you can't be in somebody's children's life if you're not friends with the mama, I suppose. But um, shout out to the girls, you know, shout out to everybody listening to this podcast, y'all, because I'm lit. But I do have bad news. I do have bad news. Hold, please. Okay, y'all, don't beat me up. Season two is coming to an end pretty fucking soon. I think we have like three more episodes and then season two will end after season two is over. I might go monthly. How do we feel about that? How do we feel about Bloom being monthly? Are you guys with it? Are you not? If I don't go monthly... It'll definitely be bi-weekly, but I think weekly, it might be a bit much. <laughs> um, and I'm only saying that because it gets a little tough to fit the pod in sometimes, right? I love the pod. The pod is my life right now, but life certainly be life in sometimes, right? So... I might go monthly or I might go bi-weekly. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about that. Maybe I'll gain more supporters. Maybe people will forget about it. I don't know. Or maybe people will be, you know, excited because they haven't heard from me in a while. So they're going to be like anticipating the epi. I don't know. I'm pondering that right now. But I need to direct your attention to the description box please 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 follow me on spotify and apple Podcasts so you can keep up with me and so that every time i drop an episode it'll come directly to your phone go ahead and hit that follow button go ahead and hit that check mark on apple don't forget to add me on substack are you not subscribed to my newsletter yet like what are you even doing i be dropping gems on there little tips and stuff go ahead and add me on substack um it's all in the link baby just click the link everything is there the newsletter apple spotify the music playlist yes go add the music playlist on apple music baby i got a whole playlist for y'all every single song that i ever mentioned is on apple music duh you ain't did it yet i mean like what's going on what is going on what is going on with you <laughs> and if you need a one-on-one -on -one session y'all know y'all can reach out to me several people have reached out to me um after listening to the pod for a session. And I love y'all so much. Like, y'all really be fucking with me. And I love y'all for that. I do. So follow me on Apple. Follow me on Spotify. Go subscribe to the Bloom newsletter. Go subscribe to the Apple Music playlist. Reach out to your girl, Coach Mel. 
on Gmail, bloom.coachmail at gmail.com if you need a one-on-one session. And if you want a, um, if you have a suggestion or something you want to hear about, any of the things, okay, reach out to me. And don't forget to rate and review me. Like, why are the reviews not reviewing this season? Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Y'all are not talking to me. Y'all know how to talk bad, baby. Y'all haven't been talking to me this season. Make it make sense. I don't get it. Are we here? Like, are we there? Are we connecting? Do you get it? Alrighty, I expect to see some reviews, some ratings. Thank you so much to the ones who have reviewed me. Leave your review on Apple so that everybody can see it and people can notice Bloom and I can get more listeners, right? All right, that was the episode on fucking friends or lack thereof for me. (laughs) Y'all have an awesome week. Go Bloom, baby.